Hi, I'm Kevin Smith, and Red State comes out this October 19th, 17th anniversary of Clerks. But if you want to see it before then, I'm coming around your town, man. I'm on the road with the Red State USA Tour. Come see me do a Q&A. Come see the movie as well. Actually, see the movie. Have you seen me do the Q&A? But this will be a different Q&A because it's following a screening of Red State movie. We just debuted up at Sundance and whatnot. Had a great time. And we're bringing it to you a little sooner than October rather than waiting till then. If you want to see it ahead of time, come out and see it. Tour kicks off March 5th, Radio City Music Hall. March 6th, Boston. March 8th, Chicago. March 9th, Minneapolis. March 10th, Michigan, Ann Arbor. March 11th, Indianapolis. March 12th, the Midland Theater in Kansas, March 14th, Springfield, March 15th, Washington, March 22nd, Denver, March 24th, Madison, Wisconsin, March 26th, New Orleans, um, March 28th, Austin, Texas, March 29th, Atlanta, Georgia, April 4th, Seattle, April 9th, the tour ends, the Wiltern Theater, Los Angeles, California. So you could see us at any one of those stops along the way. Come see Red State and have fun at the Q&A afterwards. I mean, the one in New York and L.A. will definitely be having cast and whatnot up on stage. The ones cross country probably just be me, but I'll be as funny as I can. You can ask me anything, even about the time they threw me off the plane for being a big fat shit. So come on out. If you want to help us out, see Red State. For all the information, go to coopersdell.com, C-O-O. P-E-R-S-D-E-L-L dot com. You can see all the tour dates. Click on one of those. Buy some tickets. Come out and see us. And if you can't afford to buy tickets right now, I know the global economy is pretty harsh. If uh, if you can't afford it, don't worry, man. We're going to be out in October. You can kind of see us then. And if you don't want to pay to see it then, you know, BitTorrent. It'll be on BitTorrent pretty damn soon. So uh, in any event, come help us out on the road. Red State USA Tour. Come see me and Red State. Um, Coopersdell.com for all information. God doesn't love you. Let's fear him. Matt, what are we doing on the moon? We're just hanging out on the moon. That's I, cool. I invited you here because I wanted to ask you a question. I weigh 78 pounds on the moon. I know, dude. You're looking svelte and I weigh negative 50. Yeah. I'm not even like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black hole. Watch, hey, put your arm through me. I'm putting my fist through you. Uh-oh, that's for another show entirely. Brendo, we're here doing a podcast on the moon. And you know what? Like, I love your company and everything. And, like, it's fun to hit this golf ball around. But I get bored, man. Mm-hmm. I'm bored. I'm sorry. I'm fucking bored, Brendo. What are you going to do? <sighs> I wish I had comic books to read. But me too. There's no store on the moon, is there? I don't think so. I, neither do I. I've looked around. There's hey, but n- you have a trusty computer There's nothing on this motherfucker. Well, I do, because obviously... We the, get Wi-Fi here. There's Wi-Fi on the moon. Sure, there's no comic book stores, but there's Wi-Fi. Um, let me just open this up real quick. What can I do to not be bored? Porno. I don't know. You're kind of close. That would be weird. Uh, I can go behind this moon rock here. Mm, maybe later. Let me see what else we could do. I could read Wikipedia articles about interesting animals. That's always fun. Ooh, an echidna. No, I've read that one before. You know what? I just figured out the perfect solution for my moon boredom. Comic books. I love them. I want to read them right now on the moon. Sweet, me too. You know how I'm going to do that? How are you going to do that? I'm going to go to goldenapplecomics.com. Sweet. You know you know about Golden Apple Comics, right? Oh, totally. That's that comic book store in serving Hollywood for over 35 years. The most elite comic book store in the world, Brendo, and the official sponsors of that program, Bagged and Boarded, we love so much. Yeah, that's a pretty cool It's a pretty thing. cool show. So I'm going to go to goldenapplecomics.com, and I'm, I'm, I'm bored. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a bunch of Justice League trades. You know what? I love the Justice League. I want to read them right. I want to read them whenever I want. Make it my way. You know what I mean? It's like... 
It's like McDonald's or Burger King. I want to read a Justice League book. I should be able to read a Justice League book, even if I'm on the moon. And Golden Apple Comics allows me to do so. You folks, you don't have to be in L.A. to enjoy the, the splendors of Golden Apple Comics. You could be anywhere because if you go to goldenapplecomics.com, you can order stuff online and have it delivered to your house or that's amazing or the moon. That's right. Golden Apple Comics delivers to the moon. And if you don't believe me, go to the moon and try to buy something there. Try, prove me wrong, please. I'm giving you the opportunity. Until you go to the moon and try to order something to the moon, I don't want to hear that you can't, okay? Be a doer, not a sayer, all right? Folks, go where the fucking puck is going, not where it's been. And right now, the puck is going to the moon with Golden Apple Comics. Brendo? I like it, too. He likes it, too. GoldenAppleComics.com. Check him out. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt Conan, Brendan Creasy, Bagged and Boarded. Oh, hi, how are you? Kick on, Derek, can you kick on that last one for Brenda? Channel, that for this channel for him? Hello. There you are, sir. How are you? I'm good. That's sexy. How are you doing tonight? Welcome, everybody, to the Smodcastle. Uh, I'm Matt Cohen. Thank you for coming to Bagged and Boarded. And I'm Brendan Creasy. What's your name, you delectable lump, you? What? What's your name, man? My name's Brendan Creasy. Beautiful name. How are you tonight, Brenda? I'm good. Uh, it, it's a cool night, man. Right? I like it. Are you excited? I didn't just mean the night in general. Would you like, you meant the weather and shit? Well, you know, it's a little cool. You found a good parking spot? I like, did. Heard a good song on the radio? Yeah, you know. Arcade Fire won a Grammy? Yeah, everything's coming up, Brendo. Everything's coming up. Some justice has returned to the world. Like, Egypt is what offset it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? As soon as that was over, all the karma flew to you, man. And now, and now look, you got a spring in your step. Yeah, like, extra, some, extra wide. Got some awesome guests tonight. We do have some awesome guests. Uh, as a, as a, uh, a self-confirmed fangbanger, man, I, uh, we stated early on when we came to the Smodcastle, that was my goal, to have as many possible... We're doing it. ...true blooders uh, in, uh, involved in this show in any way possible, and we are we are getting closer to that. We'll get to that in a minute, though, man, because we, we have something else to talk about tonight. What's that? Well, A, Golden Apple Comics, of course. Of course. Our Golden awesome Apple. sponsor who brought a, a ton of comic books for everyone. You can check them out at goldenapplecomics.com. They got cool events going on yeah. all the time. You know what else we got to talk about, man? They got a big event next week. They do have a big event next week. We're going to be there. Like, uh, Reggie Hudlin, Reggie's World, Ziggy, next Wednesday night, Ziggy Marley, Ziggy Marley Eric LaSalle. I'm People excited. we have no business Eric of LaSalle talking to. Eric LaSalle from ER. ER is Eric LaSalle. Exactly. Yeah. I've never even seen it. I've never, what else has he been in? I don't know. I'll IMDB it real quick, because if it's just ER, I'm fucked. You got to handle that interview. Coming to America. Coming there to you there go. you go right there. Now I gotta go watch Coming to America. Thank you, DJ. Can it be anything from like the last three years, please? Coming I to s- America is like the funniest movie. I smoke a lot of pot. That came out a while ago, dude. You have to ask me but to go it is back. So and funny. Ch- channels it's the funniest for that. movie ever. It is a very funny movie. But dude, so there's a lot of stuff going on, and we are we are uh, we are honored and thrilled to have um, some people with us here tonight who have a, a weird kind of distinct honor of about to be transformed into a comic book. Yes. Can you imagine, dude? What would what would you think your comic book would be if someone was suddenly like, you know what, 
Friend No Man comic. That's well, what the world's missing. I was thinking about this, and I think my comic would be either one of two things. It would be like it'll definitely be sexy. We know well, that. Well, yeah, of course. But it would That's be like given. Friend oh Man, you know, like you're like superhero, the Hulk? or it would be like a Daniel Close comic, like I'm super gonna, depressing. I'm gonna lean towards like the latter. Ghost worlds. And well, it would be like a story of a young man. It's just you. It's three panels. The first panel is you on your computer. The second panel is like no internet connection. And the third panel is just you looking sad. Yeah. I feel like it would just be like very dark shades. And it'd be a lot of like word bubbles, like thought bubbles. It'd be Garfield without Garfield, basically. Yes. Just existential, depressing be like, shit. Be like, my DVR didn't work. Didn't record 90210. What am I going to do today? And like, that's the punchline. Yeah. It's like, what am I going to do with my life now? Yes. Ha ha. It's hilarious. I think uh, he should investigate paranormal activity. That should be Brendo's comic, DJ yeah, D-Rock? see him like, chase ghosts. Like a ghost hunter? That'd be, it would just be me getting Like in the way the you time. channel ghosts, you're like, are there any ghosts in the room? Do, did any of you see 90210 this week? It was nuts. Do you want to talk about it? And, and like, then they would appear, and then I'd get scared. Because ghosts love 90210. Everyone knows that. Uh, see, my comic, I think, like, the, the cover would be a lie, because it'd be, like, fucking Matt Cohen comics, and it'd be me on, like, the top of the Eiffel Tower holding a kangaroo with a laser gun or something. You're like, this is going to be so action-packed. And then... That's what's in your head. It's 23 pages of a dude sleeping. On the last page, for half of it, I pack and take a bong hit, and then I start reading comics. So it goes all meta and shit. And then the, the next issue it's is comic, you reading the comic. It's exactly. And then being like, that wasn't very good. And then I wink. So it's like <laughs> the most meta comic ever made. Yeah. And, and you know, it's like, instead of being John Malkovich, it's like being a lazy stoner. And like, instead of a portal, there's like a hobbit hole in and some video game store have somewhere. And man Matt Cohen crossover, and it'd be me being all sad and you being asleep. And then at the same time, I don't know, we would... A rainbow burst out of it. Because, like, me being asleep and you being sad has got to equal, like, there's got... It's, again, it's the Egypt then thing. Then we would be on top of the Eiffel It's got to cancel something out in the world. Yes. You know what I mean? That would be the crossover. If there are any comic publishers listening, um, I mean, we'll charge you for those ideas if you want to do them. It's yeah, not, I'm, not, I'm our, not precious about my stuff. Talk to our representation. I'm, I'm pro-choice on my comic ideas, if you know what I mean. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, give me a call. Give me a shout. Call my people. Uh, I think that'd be cool, man. Would because then think about it. Because then you get a comic book, then you get a movie based on your comic book. Yeah. So then it's you sitting at your desk and for I would an get hour Terry and a half. Zweigoff to direct my movie. And Who would so you get? Terry Zweigoff because he directed Ghost World. See, and I would go the opposite. I get Michael Bay because again, it's that promise of like this dude must have an amazing life, and then it's like <laughs> fifty different angles of me sleeping in bed, and like the score is like you keep thinking something's gonna happen, and I'll like roll over a little bit. Or like in my sleep, I'll be, be like, like, I'll be like, I like, I'll be like, I like Adventure Time. Like that would be that's the that extent. Would be like an art house blockbuster. It's like Jerry. The only thing I say in the entire movie is at one point I sit on my couch, turn on my TV, and go, I like Adventure Time, and that's it. Yeah. Because I like I like that cartoon Adventure Time. Yeah. I'm a simple man I with simple seen pleasures. You wear your Adventure Time hat. Because it's a bunny hat. I got you said a certain. You're gonna wear it on I got the show. a certain allure to maintain here, Brendo. You said you were gonna wear it on the show. I wasn't voted GQ's most eligible bachelor of 2040 for nothing. Wow. I get stuff from the... I have... Tra- well, I was DQ 2039. See? And then I ousted your shit. Head. You know why? Why? Because, man, I started... I, because of this is what I'm saying. I'm working on it 30 years in advance. That's I'm an ambitious person, man. Well, I'm working 29 the com- years. I got the comic book. <laughs> now we're competing. I feel like our comic books are crossing over right now, yeah. man. Do you think we would fight in our comic book? 
Like at one point, I would wake up and look at you. I don't think so. I think it would just be no one talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. it would just be two dudes. Yeah. Two dudes, just one sleeping, one's just depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. The stuff little kids like to dream about. Or it'd be depressed or watching cartoons together and not saying anything. Exactly. Or I would say my famous catchphrase, I like Adventure Time. Or it'd be me getting too stoned and falling asleep. Or threatening to throw up, that which you've done before. So let's not do that issue. Let's, let's, let's not do that I think that, that would one. be funny. But we're not me going for funny. We're going for action-packed. I, I have a superhero comic. Now, my superpower is I can nap more than any human being ever and justify it. You know why? Because mm-hmm. I Googled napping the other day. Famous nappers I Googled. Um, Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, 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 friggin', uh, Roosevelt. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. JFK. All famous nappers, Brendo. You know what that means? What? Nap your life away. They get, they, you're allowed to now, man. Because okay. those dudes did. So now I nap a lot. So that'll be my superpower. Napping. And uh, I'm really good at friends with words on my iPhone or whatever. So two presidents and a dictator. Two presidents and a dictator. There were a couple more dictators in there, but I took them off the list to make it sound better for myself. <laughs> Let's, uh, there were a lot of dictators on that list. Let's just put it that way. But hey, mm. there were a couple presidents. Let's just say that. you know. So it's 50-50, dictator or president. Who knows, but I enjoy napping. Um, You know who doesn't enjoy napping, sir? Ooh. Our two guests who are on the show, they are two of the, uh, the the hardest working folks in the television industry. One of them's got two comic books going right now. Yeah. Which I don't, we don't have either, but we're trying to, like we just said, that's mm. the whole point of this. They're all in my head. They're all, exactly. We just need someone to get in. And yeah, on the internet. Get, get into that beautiful noggin of yours and just, you know, pull the magic out. Yeah. We need like a magical elf with it. What are those in Harry Potter? When they go oh, in your head? The, uh, the thing. The yeah. eel wand. Exactly, the thing. J.K. <laughs> Rowling spent 20 years on that book, and you call it the thing? Have some respect, man. She's a single mother. It's some fancy name. I know, it's a fancy name, but that's what we need to do. Someone needs to get in there. But our guest tonight, dude, uh, are, uh, are on television shows, feature films, yeah. comic books now. They're better than us in every way, and it is our uh, great honor and privilege to have them with us tonight, folks. First off, we're going to get into a little... TV talk with my favorite television show in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Bagged and Boarded, Mr. Michael McMillan and Miss Deborah Ann Wall. <laughs> Prepare to get glamoured, podcast world. <laughs> I am glamoured already. What's going on, guys? Stop asking Deborah to glamour. I was talking about you. She gets they that have, every they day. They haven't asked biting yet, so oh, we're on yeah. a good track. Do you get that a lot? Do you get do you, do people do. ask you to bite your neck? I do, but I, I kind of like it. It's sort of more fun because at a certain point, when you take a number of fan pictures, it's just like that stock. You're encouraging that you a to lot make. of. Down the road, Am I? I'm right sorry. Now. You can all ask me if I you later if you There's want. There's also Facebook pages out there with like you, yeah. Bending <laughs> My mouth really wide open. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, guys, thank you so much, Michael and Deborah. Mike, you've been here before. I have. So you're, you're old news. You're a two Peter, right? I'm we know, we know you. This. Yeah, yeah. We'll catch up in a minute. Deborah, thank you so much for joining us. Sure. Uh, this is awesome. Speaking of glamoring, um, I think everyone in the world right now is kind of obsessed with True Blood. And, and, and your character, and, and, and for a large part, um, you play, uh, Jessica Hamby, right? Mm-hmm. I always mess up that last name. No, that's right. Hamby. It's just as weird as it looks and sounds. Yeah. And you play Reverend Steve Newland. Yes, occasionally. Brendo, who do you play on True Blood? I play, um, I Brendo. Play Brendo. He's yeah. that guy in Murlots who's just I'm in that, the back. I'm that, I'm that guy just sitting there drunk. <laughs> what you don't know is season six, where squirrel, that guy right there. 
He's gonna. I, I want to be some weird shapeshifter. It'll be. Cool. It'll happen for you, man. Just yeah. keep the dream alive. Um. <laughs> so you guys, you guys, uh, if you see, we got our bottle of Opaz. We are huge True Blood fans here. Um. You guys both came into the series in season two for the right. Yes. Well, well I, I started. You, I started. I started one. in season season one. Just for me the too. Thank you yeah. very much. All right. So I'm completely wrong. So yeah. <laughs> so screw. But me. I was episode three. So yeah. No, he was earlier than me. I but came in. 10. I think you win. Because well, you? you have powers. Yeah, so he doesn't I have even... powers. Yeah. You're he still on powers. the show all the time. So. Is there a weird... <laughs> but we miss Michael. <laughs> there was a standee of you. What are you talking about, dude? It's true. I TiVo'd that and printed it out. And now every time I watch True Blood, I hold it up next to my TV. I'm like, little did they know Reverend Newen lurks around the corner. <laughs> that's that's the thing that people keep asking me if I have this the cardboard stand-up of myself. Do you? No, I don't. I've, I think they only made like one of them. But you know, like my mom is like, do you have that? Because I know that she wanted it. You know, I was like, no, Mom, but, you know, I can go down to Kinko's and just get a cardboard. Yeah, isn't that You should just make one out of myself. be nice, make one for your mom, dude. Come on. Yeah, but it would be weird. She'd, like, sit it down on the table and start cooking it food and, you know. (laughs) Weird or, or like, reality show green light material. (laughs) My mom and my my standee, you know what I mean? That's awesome. I'm actually, I'm amazed at what parents and friends think we can get for them. (laughs) I can't get you anything. In terms of, like, oh, you can't get me a pair of actual fangs or, like, a bottle or, like. I can't get you a single thing. Anna Paquin? No. Not happening? I can't get you Anna Paquin. All right, guys, show's over. No, I'm kidding. Um, but the, the, I'm sure because uh, did everyone come out of the woodwork? Because again, every everyone loves True Blood. So so uh, suddenly you're you're on this amazing hit TV show. Did people in your were people suddenly hitting you up for like, hey, can you introduce me to so and so or like get me a bottle of this? You know what I mean? Like, um, I, a lot of people uh, who I don't know, people who are like friends of my cousin's wife's. Nephew, which means you know, they don't even just, know they them. They just yeah. don't even know. Or like, oh, you gotta get me the, the thing, and they were like, contact my man. Did you have like an RV pull up of of extended <laughs> family members and move into your house? I wish that would from been Brooklyn. Simpler. Yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah. Much yeah, that that RV camp in Brooklyn. <laughs> you all know about. You're you're from Brooklyn, right? Yeah, born and raised. Do you don't peg me as a New Yorker? I know, and that's I a compliment that. because like. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker. Look at me. You know what I mean? No, you look great. <laughs> Thank. Oh wow. There you go. Episode over again. <laughs> you, you look. You look 20 years older than her. I am glamoured, and sure. and I'm only one year older. I think I'm like I'm 25. But that's think about this. Oh, in, when in, you're younger. In, uh, 26. I just to see. What What year did you graduate high school? Uh, 03. 02. Uh, oh, three. Little freshman. No. <laughs> <laughs> see, but here's the thing. In 25 years, I'll look. The same as yeah, I look now. Same. I'll turn into Dorian Gray slowly over time. <laughs> and then all yeah. my other favorite League of Extraordinary Gentlemen characters. Yeah, but Dorian Gray, the, the photo got worse and worse. So yeah. you'll have some horrible paint photo. It was a painting. But now but picture. there are no paintings anymore. So like yeah. iPhoto doesn't degrade. Those things are going to last true. for thousands of years. So I'll be fine. I'm going to look this good forever, to quote a Hellboy line. Um, <laughs> so you you grew up in Brooklyn. How did you first uh, get involved in acting? Um, I've always wanted to be an actor pretty much from the day I was born. Um, I just, yeah, I did shows in school, and I did shows around New York and different sort of theaters. And Did you ever play Annie? No, I never played. I wasn't a redhead when are I was you not? Are you a natural redhead? No, I'm blonde. <gasps> Oh, uh oh! My whole world just ended. You just ended, Brendo's. Yeah, look at the guy next to you. He had a list <laughs> of like positive real, role models. So I think yeah. I'm pretty good. <laughs> we need more redheads. <laughs> we do. Call Ireland. It's the only place making them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you've got a private number, Brendo. Yes. Uh, so you you grew up doing plays around New York and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Did you also um, 
See, because you're on such like a, a, a I don't want to say cultish, but like a genre show, you know what I mean? I, I call it a geek show mm-hmm. only because I'm a geek and I love it. Did you grow up reading comic books or playing video games not, or any stuff like that? Not comic books or video games. I am a huge geek, though, but I'm a computer game geek. Really? Yes. Like retro cool computer games. Like and, what kind of uh, games? Mist? You know, Wonderland series and Mist. You got to do Mist. <laughs> All right. But Wonderland. I, everybody go play you the You actually Wonderland. got really excited when I said Mist. Mist is very Yeah. Cool. That's I've been awesome. trying to get it like more recently, but it's That's my big thing now is trying to get old now. games. I played when I was 12. Yeah. Like, I just I spent like 10 hours today playing um, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Oh, yeah, that was great. The old LucasArts like, well, point-and-click games. Someone just sent me King's Quest and oh, Colonel's Behest. Oh, I was about to say, shit, yeah. Those games are awesome. Yeah. They're so cool. Fred, Fred True Blood. Let's talk about Sierra video yeah. games. And stuff. Sierra and Lucas <laughs> Remember Goblins? I never, played, uh, you know, I never played that Monkey Island series. Monkey Island was really fun. Really, that's my like favorite. LucasArts 2. That yeah. was that heyday. Maniac like, Mansion 2 Day of the Tentacle was my favorite. All right. So we've all proven our geek cred on the stage right now. Hey, you just get back. In the corner of Merlot. <laughs> what we just all proved is and none of us here and be sad, okay? None of us Tentacle went out on a guy. Friday night when we were fifteen. Is what we all just proved. Um, so, so you grew up. You grew up playing video games, mm-hmm. computer, computer games, games only, and and uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. All right, all right, all right. The greatest yeah. show ever created. Oh, I one hundred percent. or Mike. Agreed. Brendo's. Oh, Mike. Oh. Better episodes. You can't. No prop <laughs> humor. Come on. I like Joel. I just remember being like eleven years I old. Think it depends it's on. Joel's okay, when did you humor. start watching? When did I start with watching? Mike hosting or yes, Joel? Mike I was think hosting. that's that seems to be whichever host was hosting when you started watching is the one that you like. But I've better. seen every kind of like your favorite I've Becky on Roseanne. Done. Two minutes later, <laughs> these two are just gonna be. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. that's this what is I mean. One of the ultimate. Don't you get really don't get the redheads together you got in a corner. Really mad at her. <laughs> he did. Brando, really Brando, nice. Brando's passionate about this stuff. Come on. Um, so from from New York, where, how, where did your travels take you? You went to, you went to school out here. Mm-hmm. I came out here to go to USC for their BFA program in acting, which was very cool. But I wanted to go to Carnegie Mellon initially, which, which is, is where, where Michael went. Michael went. I went. So he lived my dream. College fight. <laughs> but um, but I, I, USC actually ended so up being awesome. Doubt so I'm really really glad that I ended up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you came out here, were you were, was it acting 24 seven? Like mm-hmm. that's what you came out to do. That's mm-hmm. what was going to happen. Yeah. The, no, the story I was telling. I, I asked my mom when I was like 16 if when you went to college you still had to take English and history and math and science. She said, Yeah, usually first two years. And I said, Okay, well then I'm not going. And she basically hit the floor. So our compromise was I had to go to college, but I could do a BFA where I didn't have to take general ed. Right on. My parents didn't hit the floor. They were like, all right, just stop annoying us. <laughs> Move to Vermont if you want to follow fish, Matt. And I did for a couple of years, and it was fun. Um, <laughs> so, so you're out in Cali, and you're acting, you're doing student films and stuff like that? Or? A little bit there, but I was really theater focused. So is that where, is that where your, your passion really lies, is on the stage? Well, it's where I started, and it's probably where I'm the most comfortable. Um, and that was definitely the goal for a while, but then this TV thing happened. And what were you doing cool. in L.A.? Studying acting, if you wanted to. Dude, we're on theater row. Come on, there's a vibrant theater community. Didn't you see the homeless guy with the dog he calls Frau? He's out there every night. No, I'm not knocking LA. I'm just saying you're from New York. Mm -hmm. Seems like there was a lot of opportunity. I I have answers to that. Thank you very much. Um, I see McMillan's the bad yeah. guy on this show. I got really mad at you. <laughs> really mad. Everyone's gotten mad at you but me so far. Let's keep good. it that way. All right. <laughs> I'm switch seats here. I think. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, uh, Not New York. Like that, guys. <laughs> New York theater schools are very method based. And I knew at 18 that that was something I didn't 
really wanted to do. I want something a bit more open than that. Um, and then in terms of USC, they accepted me. I mean, <laughs> and there's no winter out here. I it's got like, in. It's like some kind of Dr. Seuss book. It's always yeah. sunny. I mean, I, I auditioned for a bunch of schools and I got well, accepted I to two. <laughs> I guarantee you. Carnegie Mellon is kicking their own butts. They better be. You up. That's ridiculous. All of them collectively Thank watch True Blood every week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and burn my degree. No. Yeah. Will you film it? Because now you just said it on a podcast. So well, now I just I just like to burn things. Prove it. So. Um. <laughs> so were you going on, on on auditions out here? Um. At, out of college, during college, um, once you got out of school, or not during? I did like twenty plays in four years during college, so I didn't have time. Wow. <laughs> to do other. What stuff. were some of your favorites that I've never heard of? Probably. No, you've heard uh, three. Three Penny Opera was probably my favorite. Um, Bertolt Brecht and Kurt Weill. Uh, Weill. A lot of Brecht fans in the house. That's fancy. That's fancy talk. Who what likes the new Venom? It's Ooh. Flash Thompson. No. Um, and then All's Well That Ends Well I loved and Machinal which is actually a great play by Sophie Treadwell um, so actually go look that up that's a good one I will go I got a thing right and here. little tidbit Fiona Shaw who has joined uh, the show this season for season 4 did it when she was uh, oh wow see dude you gotta do that play that's how you get back on that show yeah <laughs> you just figured out the true blood secret <laughs> I gotta do that play now I was I I studied theater in London and Fiona Shaw mm-hmm. came in and did a master class and she was doing uh this is going to be like a really theater do it, do it <laughs> no. man yeah, yeah no, but she did this amazing production of Medea mm-hmm. on the West End that just like absolutely blew my mind so yeah. she's like a total hero I'm really jealous yeah I saw her do the she's doing a an Ibsen right now um I saw that in Dublin when I was there last she's yeah. really great Brenda name some plays you like. Spring Awakening. <laughs> I like Avenue Q and Spam a lot, but because they're based on other stuff, and I was stoned. So I like. Um, um, I watched. My brother was in. Um, your brother's a huge. Is my a big, brother's is an, an actor. actor yeah, yeah. And he was in. Uh, he was in Doubt. He was just the lead in Doubt. He was right? the lead in yeah. Doubt, and he was also in this bizarre play in San Francisco. It was like this three-hour play about Capote, and it was really. Someone's weird. excited about that. <laughs> And, like, you got to be a big Capote can, fan for that one. Can I ask you about the production of Doubt? Did he do it? Did he do it in his production? Did no. he dis- did he tell you? Yeah, because they have to decide as a character. Like, was he the fiddler? The what kid? do you mean? Did he actually do have it? You seen, have you seen Doubt? Oh, I, I, You're like, yeah, I, he's in some play I've never heard. I'm supportive of your brother's know, acting I career. I didn't ask him that question. <laughs> That's like the whole point. Oh, he said, oh, wait, no. He you have, actually knew someone who was in That's doubt. like you asked he the said, dude. You could have the answer. You asked the dude like, did you do it? about Just the horse. Tell me. He, said, he said no. Colin, come on. Let's call him right now. He said no. He could still be lying. I'm not lying. play lives on and on. So, Deborah, at what point did um did you go from theater to to maybe like you thought in your mind? I don't. Well, how did you make the transition to theater to other mediums? Um, I guess at the end of my like four years, we do a showcase, and I got my representation out of that. And you know, this is L.A. Thank you, Michael. And um. You're he was welcome. gonna say something too. Yeah. Let's me. fucking go. I know <laughs> him right now, dude. She's got Join powers me. and shit. Um, yeah, and then she's they really just fast don't... now, and she learned how to fight. You better watch yeah. out. Yeah, Gee, I called you out. 
I don't separate TV from reality. She can kick your ass, dude. (laughs) She's murdered people. She can definitely kick my ass. All right. (laughs) So so, any day of the week. Yeah. So just fell into it because that's what's out here. And and actually things have changed. When I was living in New York, the way you did it is you did theater and you bulked up your resume and then you could come and do TV and film. um, And they liked it that way. But it's absolutely switched now because I think theater is struggling a little bit to get people. Yeah, they're like, you're on Friends. Yeah. You know, they do. Here's a production of all my sons. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. They need to have that little bit of something to No, that's them. what brings people to a theater now, yeah. is people from TV or movie. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, so things have kind of switched, and it does seem that now young actors are starting in film and television and then going to theater. So I'm, I'm holding out. Were you a theater dude, Mike? I was. I basically, my story mirrors. Same sort of thing? Hers, but I got into the school that she wanted. And then... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but, but she's had, on the show more. Yeah, so no, but right, I, 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 I did the showcase thing <laughs> and then got an agent out of that. And I actually thought I was going to go to New York. I grew up in Kansas and then went to college in Pittsburgh. And uh, and then I came, you know, came out here and just started auditioning for TV shows. Same sort of thing. Yeah, and then at yeah. what point, let's go both of you. What, how, did, how did True Blood happen in both of your lives? Uh, actually, yeah, my I don't know if you have an interesting True Blood casting story or not, yeah. but I was working on, I had this like, two-line role in this Eddie Murphy movie called Imagine That. The classic that, Imagine That. Nobody saw. And, um, <laughs> Derek, Derek likes yeah, it. Yeah. Derek saw it. <laughs> it's a wonderful family romp about, and, like, stock fraud or something yeah, you told it's like me, right? It's this weird kids movie about <laughs> investment bankers. Like, it makes no sense. There's, like, an imaginary world that you, didn't you hear, never see. You didn't hear Cartoon you know? Network just greenlit little Bernie Madoff? Like, yeah, it's just... I don't know. I think, you know. Is it true? The guys who wrote Bill and Ted wrote Imagine It is. It's by the guys who wrote it. It was a good script, but whatever. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the point is. No, but I I just say, I've said that so many times in my career. It was a good script. I didn't care. I was like, two lines, I'll do it. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I was, I, my friend, there's this thing called, you know, breakdowns that sometimes actors get their hands on where they show, uh, you know, casting directors send out to all the agencies what roles are being cast. And I had just randomly seen this, uh, Steve Newland being cast for this. And it was like 30 to 35. I was a little bit younger for it. But I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go in for this. And my agent wasn't gonna send me in. My manager wasn't gonna send me. And in. you'd already done TV at this point because you were. Yeah, I'd done. What I, I, done like what I like about you, you. Right? I done yeah. saved and um uh for TNT this paramedic show and a bunch of other stuff. But I just remember. So I, you know, I called my manager at the time. I was like, get me in for this. And if I hadn't looked at the breakdown, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Uh, Brenda would have been tonight. Steve Newland. Yeah, it would have been switched. Dude, you would have been my co-host, and then we would be interviewing. Yeah, him. yeah, exactly. No, you actually you have a more interesting story than that. At least the one you told me, which was that you you just really loved Alan Ball and made this pact with yourself that you were going. Well, now do. you're like revealing oh, my I revealing? weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> now you're revealing that like I actually practiced the secret. <laughs> You know, no, I had auditioned for, for Alan Ball for Six Feet Under. What part did you, uh, Russell, which went to Ben Foster, a far yeah. superior actor. And I was, I, I'd been I out. I see you in that part. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I, thank you. I was out, out here for a, a month, uh, I think when I auditioned for that. So I was fresh off the boat, but it came, it, I got close. It came down to me and him. Wow. And I remember being, uh, after the, after missing that opportunity, I was like, all I want to do when people would be like, what do you want to do? What do you, what do you want to do? I'd be like, I want to work on an HBO show for Alan Ball. I don't know why I was like talking. You started like, talking like that. Out. And they were yeah. like, are you all right, dude? Yeah, so <laughs> I want to work. Yeah. Cult- He's like, I'm cultivating a yeah. character for uh-huh. Mr. Ball. I'm really, old timing. I heard his thing. new show was a period yeah, piece. What a, 
my day we had pictures, not yeah. paintings. Uh, oh, bad recall of my yeah. Dorian. <laughs> it works, it works. Gray joke. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so yeah, and then, and so it was weird because I had one day, you know, I'd like sort of wished for it and then I saw the breakdowns and went in and That's awesome, auditioned dude. and I got So it. it was the secret. You, you willed that stuff. I willed the those secret breakdowns. Secret I, I or willed. Sphere. Two days of being really uncomfortable with a two-line role in an Eddie Murphy film where Eddie Murphy wouldn't look at me the entire time and have the breakdowns materialize for, for True Blood in front of me. Uh, do you want to go into why Eddie wouldn't look at you? Um, yeah. No, <laughs> we can like talk about people that. Right there. I don't think Eddie Murphy's going to listen to this and get mad at me. No. Um, no, I, I have you know, he's, an, he's a fan. Yeah, no, he does oh, fan yeah. art all the time. He gave me macrame of my face once. Yeah. Yeah, I don't no. even know what macrame is, but he taught me, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. He's, uh, he, had, no, no, I was just, I was super excited because, you know, obviously, like everybody in our generation, huge Eddie Murphy fan. They've got it, they've kind of got his work schedule down to a science where he does not sit down in the chair until seconds before they call action. So you don't rehearse with him, you don't, you know, you don't really get to meet him. And I only had two lines with him, so literally, it was like, and oh, everyone's here, rehearse, 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 and action, Eddie Murphy's in front of me, I have two lines, he looks past me, and then it's done, you know, and then it's like, he's up, and he's out, and uh, so it was kind of this And just a single tear drops. Yeah, yeah, where I'm like, sign my jersey, Mr. Murphy, and he's out, you know. <laughs> he's like, I'm not person. even a sports guy, player as he runs you know, that away. that guy, he's earned it. He's earned <laughs> not having to make eye contact with me when I have two That's lines. Totally. I'm working you know? to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Deborah, how was your True Blood uh, casting experience? Oh, mine's way more boring. I auditioned, and I got it. And that was pretty much it. There are so many actresses in LA who hate you right I now. Know, that are I'm listening sorry. To this. You gotta make some, like, long struggle up. Like, you no, be, I, I, you selling that's that? amazing. I, okay, no, I yeah. have a long struggle. I, I got there really early and I <laughs> sat in the waiting room and this other girl was really late and needed to get somewhere. So I let about five girls go ahead and man ended up being last. What a struggle. They were like, let's cast that nice girl. <laughs> Basically, she'll be a sweetheart story. to have her on the set. So your story for getting cast, you had to wait a long time. <laughs> I had to wait a really long time. You had to wait 45 like They had minutes. old magazines. I, well, I could, and, then, and then I went in there. I remember I... um. Because it was it was like the turning scene. You had to do the the, the dramatic scene in the junkyard, which is this the awful first, traumatic thing. And I want to say too, it's funny, it's it's strange though. But for for some reason, when I first saw that your mm-hmm. first episode, not for the life of me did I think that your character would stay on the show. For some reason, I thought you were going to be like innocent random victim. And then yeah. as soon as you turned, I was like, holy shit, this is the best character oh, on this show. Well, like, thank you. Like I think everyone else, you know, that what was I mean? such yeah. a good scene. Too, it was so great. That, I know yeah. you're you were so good. At that <laughs> yeah, scene. it was thank incredible. You. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time. It was a really good director we had on that too. It was, it was a long, hard night, but fun. Um, so, but that's what, that's you what she's <laughs> yeah, right? I thought we weren't hey! going there. You said we were. This was respectable. Um, Groan says the audience. <laughs> so that was the scene you read for. Was the turn? I was that scene, and then also the turning scene. So because I wanted to see you do the comedy for the next bit. Um, so I remember I went in there and I, I did the whole first half and then I was like, it needs to really switch up for the second half. So I, I remember I was like rolling around on the ground and like Alan Ball's office and eating my own tears. They were like, we thought she wasn't method. (laughs) And then there you go. She's just really sad and hungry at the same time. (laughs) Um, yeah. So yeah, I auditioned and I booked the part, but it was just a two, like you said, just a, a two episode guest spot. Um, and then after that, they brought me in. 
for the the final episode for a tiny little bit, and I thought, oh, maybe if I'm lucky, is that when you pop up with Eric or whatever? Yeah, when, he he drops me back off at that's when I met you at that table. Yeah, at that table. No, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so I figured, oh, if I'm really lucky, I'll come back a couple times next year as like that annoying chick that they dropped off. <laughs> Fantasia. Hanging out Fantasia, right? Um, but then they called and said we want to offer you a series regular and made it like a like a character. That's awesome, and that seems to happen not all the time, but that seems to have happened a few times on that show where people mm. maybe who weren't going to be regulars they did such a great job that the, so. It, well, I think it, I think mostly it was the character. I mean, it was it's one of the only ones that is completely created. She's by not Alan from the Ball. book at all, not right? Not from the book yeah, at yeah. all. It's yeah. entirely his, and I think that they were excited to have. Um, the writers were excited to have something that they had complete, you know, absolute control. And I have this theory too. You know, I've said mm-hmm. that, that that there's some extension of of Claire from Six Feet Under totally coming, coming into True Blood totally. with, with mm-hmm. Jessica. You like know? you said, like eternal teen trying to find yeah. themselves, kind of yeah, fighting the the. Authority figure, red hair. No, it's, it's a tragic. Yeah, it's a tragic tale. And yeah. but but it's upsided by like you and Hoyt is like the best romance on TV. Like Thank it's you. it's downright cute. That dude's a teddy bear. He's like nine feet tall. That gentleman. <laughs> can I ask you a question? What's up with that doll? At the I can't end, tell everyone, you everybody. Oh yeah, can you tell us no, everything about the next season? Everybody asks me also. that. No, everybody <laughs> asks me that question. Everybody chant. <laughs> tell us. No, no I get. Don't. I get that question. All they'll be like, "What is up with the doll <laughs> on the floor?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I I was. You're I like, dude. I was the standy. Is, can, can you just say, is there something? There, to the I can doll? say there is definitely something to the doll. Okay, and it was it was all Alan. This is his little okay. little thing. He threw it in there. Like the first the first draft Does, of that script we got did not have a doll, and then there was a doll. Does the doll chase you around the kitchen with a butcher knife at some yes. point? Yes. Okay. Is it voiced by Brad Dorif? <laughs> no, Bruce and or Willis. Jennifer Tilly. Nice, even scarier. <laughs> Believe me, um, uh, <laughs> dude. Was is Reverend Newland in the books? Yeah, he's yeah. in book two. He's in book three. There's actually a scene I was really bummed that we didn't get to do, uh, in, which makes sense. In, uh, book three, he shows up in the werewolf bar when Sookie and, uh, Al Cedar there. And, and Lou Pine. somebody else. Yeah, it was something, it was called Club Dead, or no, it wasn't. Was it Club Dead in the, in the third book? And they changed it to Lou Pine. I see some people in the know in the audience who are nodding <laughs> their heads, yes. Um, <laughs> And then uh he's with another fellowship member and they stake Sookie and Alcy chases him out and he gets away. Like <laughs> Newland just runs away from a See bad guys and like snarls his mustache. And I think the writers were like, Hey, you would never pass walking through the doors of this no, werewolf totally. bar. I was just bummed because I, I went to college with Joe Manganiello and I was like, oh, we could have had a scene together, you know? But that's what's got to be cool for you guys, not being characters in the, or in the books, or at least your character had a different, a, definitely a deviated thing, kind of like Lafayette's, I know. Yeah. It's got to be cool to, to not know what the future has in store almost, you know what I mean? Because if you read like the Wikipedia, you can kind of figure out what might happen on the series. Like I knew about that Jason Crystal shit, unfortunately, a while ago because I read the Wikipedia. <laughs> That's like the Cliff's Notes. Yeah, I, tr- I tried, Charlotte yeah. Harris. and I tried to read the book too, and I'm sure I would dig them. But I, they're not that the show isn't very sexual, but the books are just like I saw that guy. I wanted to take his pants yeah, off, and I was yeah. like, "Where are the vampires, Sookie? <laughs> Calm down, sucks." Like you know what I mean? But uh, I'll get into it one day. Wow. So, but that's what's got to be cool is you guys don't. It, the, the future kind of holds anything for that show, and it's gonna yeah. run. It's gonna run for a long time. So are you excited to see where? Well, there's excited, but there's also scared. I mean, I look for stakes every single episode. And, and, you know, if I if I see a scary doll, I go, "Oh, I'm dead. That's it." 
Yeah. You know, I'm never coming back. My job is over. Sell my house. They you can't know, kill Jessica. move to Iowa. Sell IKEA furniture or something. I mean, yeah, I doubt they're killing. I doubt they're killing Jessica anytime soon. Him on the other. No, I'm kidding, dude. Oh, they well, brought was, you back in a standy. Really... No, Revenue is my favorite bad guy on that show. Like you're the guy to come back this season now. Yeah, we were bummed. We wanted a Jessica Newland like SmackDown. Russell's yeah. underground. Like you know what I mean? You're you know he just went against the I know, humans. I know. Yeah. It's time for you to ramp your they, shit they up, got man. Some, they've got you know I think Fiona Shaw. I don't know if she's a villain or not i'm assuming because she's awesome i actually i don't know i don't know i'm not spoiling but uh if she is and i suspect she is they're, Good, they're check okay. out wikipedia they're okay. someone just spoiled it in the audience even like yeah we live in a like, world she of spoilers <laughs> yes she's a villain <laughs> sorry to make fun of your voice out there that's not what you sounded like <laughs> he hates you. No, I'm kidding. Um, but but that's the thing. You don't know. You don't know if you could pop back up, sir. Right? Like the future is bright. Um, you know, I have hope. I've shown up in every season so far. Not that that's a goal, but I think uh, you know, I think that the, the the element of the human versus vampire element is obviously something that's very integral to that show. And Steve provides that, you know, that voice of the uh, the right wing crazies, and so I, you know, I don't think that'll ever go out of style on that. show. And especially now, where they kind of set the story at the end of the season, it's ramped up to the most that's right. ever been. Where it'll be anti-human sentiment against vampires because of let's right. get super nerdy because Russell does that thing on TV, and then everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The politics are definitely, I mean, my favorite part of the show. I and think. The, and they seem to be kicking in hardcore mm-hmm. to, as the seasons grow mm-hmm. a little bit further. Well, now that we've like seen the elders or whatever they're called. Like the authority, the, right. the authority yeah, yeah. and they're going to come into play more, and that's I like that part of the show too. Kind of adds a whole other layer to it. No, it's dope. It's yeah, like it's um, it is my favorite current vampire. It's my only current vampire thing that I like. And like in a world You're where not a Vampire Diaries fan, not a Vampire Diaries fan, not, 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 not Twilight. Not a you look like a Twilight kind of guy. I strike you as a Twilight. <laughs> yeah. Team only, Jacob. Only the second book. Weirdly <laughs> enough, only the second book. Um, not a Twilighter, like, but it's, 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 it's. If you could see him, he's got pasty skin and Edward Cullen. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look like a Twilighter. I'm not, I'm not debating that, but I'm just not a fan. You can look like something and not be. I look like a basketball player too. I can't play for the life of me. I like Vampire Diaries too, but not as much as True Blood. Well, that's the thing. In an age of, thank you, Brando. In an age of, in an age of like watered down teen shows, True Blood is like it's my favorite show on TV because it's. I think it knows exactly what it is at all times. Like a lot of times, it's fucking porno and it's like awesome. Like the episodes will end with either like insane blood or insane sex or some combination of the two. Like every week, it tops itself, and it's just—it's really, really exciting to see. And it's—it it seems to be expanding to other mediums as well. Am I right? Am I that, right on that? Yeah. So then, that's Ooh, a nice, nice segue. segue. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on this, man. I'm working on this. Skillful. I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, you know, it came from another medium. Exactly. And now it came from it's both. going into. And everyone's one. a little bit different, I think, right? Which is which is what's yeah. kind of cool with with not loose adaptations, but you hate when everyone's like, "Oh, Bill would never wear a shirt like that." Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? It can be it could be a different thing in every medium, sort of. I've said that many times, but right. it's not in that voice. That's what you do when I you watch, watch the show. Bill would like, never wear that shirt. Just, not not a fan of the Henleys. No, no. No one who ever fought in the Civil War would wear that kind of T-shirt today. <laughs> it would be collars, collars, and epaulets every day for that gentleman. You know what I mean? He's a proud Southerner. Um, <laughs> uh, but before we before we jump to the medium, what other what other uh, stuff do you guys go, have going on acting wise coming up? Um, 
a bunch of stuff. Deborah, you're in a lot of films coming out, right? Yeah, you're in like a ton. Your IMDb is like upcoming. <laughs> let's let's, let's, hit, let's yeah, hit it up. Yeah, I sold out. No, let's hit it up real quick. Well, well, well TV-wise, you both now share CS. You're both CSI clubbers, right? Yeah, we are. Right? Hey. Were you in CSI New York? Uh, no, I did Las Vegas. What Wait, did you, yeah, you guys do? You guys gang Las war Las like the sharks did, and the jets. What did you do? What did you do? Oh, I served, <laughs> I served them like fries at a diner. Oh, really? Yeah. You weren't a suspect or a, no, no, or a witness. No, I picture you. Crying I had, I had, I had interesting eye contact with the with the brunette. So you, oh, you, you had <laughs> you a little. A sub- you put a weird that subtext was, in there. Yeah. No, it was it was real subjects, and then it stopped being subjects when they decided not to extend. Oh, right. <laughs> You're like I was trying to build something there, <laughs> um, and you recently, you recently, very recently appeared in the show, right? Like yeah, I had ago. some underwater stunt work, and I uh, in in a truck, and I called Seal Award a bitch, and I got shot in the chest. Spoiler alert! I've done that, but never and, on TV. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Seal and, Award. Uh, yeah, it was I. You know, I I I said I was like this is. This is the last time I'm going to be able to ever play a suspect because it's getting to the point now where they're like, guys, ah, Reverend Newland did it. You know, yeah. <laughs> that guy from True Blood they're did like, it. I think it might be the yeah. villain from that yeah. television. I think it might be the guy who seems kind of nice and weird, but this, you know, he's a killer. That's why Darth Vader never got yeah. much other work. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? They just see the black yeah. mask and they're like, look, buddy, like yeah, you, the parts for a flower shop owner. Yeah, you can pick him out of a lineup. No, totally. Yeah. Um, but, but Deborah, you, uh, you've got a bunch of films coming up. You're in the, you're in the new, uh, remake of Mother's Day, right? Mm-hmm. How is that? Um, it was interesting. They've, they've gone a totally different direction from it than the uh, first one. It I don't takes know if place on Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> trauma. That's a, um, it's a horror film, right? From, yes, from the 80s. Film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, and so plenty of blood and stuff, but it's definitely going in kind of a psychological direction as well, you know, which is kind of in vogue now. Right on, yeah. Um, yeah. Mommy issues and whatnot, exactly. I guess. Exactly. Cool, cool. Um, yes, yeah, so I've done a bunch of kind of like indies and sort of fun. Let's sit up. And then let's see, myself. I'll go real quick. You got Catch 44 with. Uh, Catch 44 with Bruce Willis with and Forrest Whitaker. Bruno. And Mm-hmm. And Forrest Whitaker, oh, that's awesome. Forrest Whitaker, and he's a USC alum, so Bruno, we bond and he's on Ghost that. Dog. And yes, he's, so, yeah, he can rap cool. and fight with swords. <laughs> uh, a film called Little Murder, which is another one set in Louisiana. It looks Little, like, right? Uh, yeah, Little Murder set in Louisiana with Terrence Howard and Josh Lucas. Right on. Seven Days yeah. in Utopia with Melissa Leo of Red State, right? Yeah, one well, and, and Robert Duvall and a lot of other people. I just picked which the stuff that makes cool. sense for the Smod Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Duvall doesn't make sense for Smod. He wasn't in Red State. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have to um, mention Red State in every podcast. I'm legally obligated by <laughs> Kevin. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> No, it's coming soon. It's good. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna dig it. Um, and, and what do you got going on, sir? You're you're actually in a film with a friend of mine. Which uh, which one's that? Uh, BFF and Baby. Oh yeah, my friend uh, Katie Morgan. Oh right, was in that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. My uh, dear friend uh, that I went to high school and college with uh, wrote, co-wrote, and directed that film, Cat uh, Cat Coiro, and she's very talented. And you know, I think the movie's gonna be really, really good. Very cool, man. You got um, Half Dragon Sanchez. Yeah, that as was well. an indie film that a buddy of mine made. Um, and right now, I just have friends who make indie films, and I get that's I you know that's how I I get roles. You're a supportive friend. That's yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I'll that's be cool. in your movie. <laughs> good. I'll be in it. I like um, movies. Yeah, no. Currently, I'm having an interesting week. I'm 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 working on Hot in Cleveland right now. Oh, right. so I just got to meet ow, Betty White ow. today. Are you like our Betty White suitor? Well, on you know, show? we have it. We have a history together in real life, outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Going back no. to Mary Tyler yeah, Moore. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. been a little awkward. <laughs> it's no, a long and story. Uh, I, no, I'm I'm connected to uh, Jane Leaves's character. 
character. Well, nice from Frasier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which, you know, I, I don't think this is a spoiler, but I, pl- I play her son, who she's been searching for, and who's contacted her a few times, so I show up. And it's kind of tough because, I you know, I have a huge crush on Jane Leaves, and, you know, there's some... Probably some subtext there that shouldn't... <laughs> like Mommy's shouldn't Mother's be. Day? Like yeah, my yeah. mom is hot, you know? She's a very beautiful gal. Yeah. So we'll look for we'll look for that yeah. so we can watch your face and see it get creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know on SNL that. when you try to watch the comedian break? Yeah. Just look at yeah. McMillan and give, uh, give a weird eye to the yeah. lady from Frasier. It's going gonna, it's gonna to bring a whole it's gonna be a lot horrible of tone. And of course, sir, sir you got Lucid, which is cr- issue three is yeah. currently out right now. We had, we had, yeah. yeah. We had Mike and uh, our, buddy, our buddy Sean on a, uh, a couple months ago to talk about Lucid by Archaea Comics, an awesome, yeah. awesome comic book. Well, and the uh, fourth issue should be out in a few weeks and then we have the hardcover collection that I'm really really nice, stoked dude. about coming out in April Arkea has gone above and beyond the call of duty putting together this book and uh, it looks yeah. amazing it looks beautiful uh, Alan Ball actually uh, graciously wrote the forward wow, to it which dude. was amazing that's awesome um, so you know I think you know so there's a little something extra in there for the true blood absolutely fans. anyone who hasn't anyone who hasn't checked it out in single issue form it's fantastic but yeah. now it sounds like you can am- just Amazon the hardcover and stuff yeah, like you that can, yeah you can you can or support borders or support as it spirals into uh, <laughs> chapter 13 Baker does borders sell comics or small bookstores yeah. oh I guess uh, so yeah fuck but, Amazon but uh the, I tried to make it easy for the people yeah. dude, so they could get Golden your book. Apple is a wonderful Golden place. Apple is a fantastic place. GoldenAppleComics.com. Absolutely. Uh, but no, it's great. And there's actually, uh, for those out there who, who care, uh, one of the big things, there's a lot of bonus material and, uh, I had a lot of requests to put a, uh, sigil guide. Cause you were into, talking about that. Yeah. So if you read the comic at any time, one of the, it's about, Secret agents who uh, are trained in magic and sorcery, and any time someone casts a spell in the book, it shows up as a as a magic symbol instead of a you know a backward spell or or bam you know. yeah yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I've had a lot of requests from people to be like, hey, we should, I'm gonna make a sigil guide, so that'll be in there. That's awesome. We so you can s- literally break down all the yeah sigil- break you, down what they all mean. We had a conversation, and, and you you lost me in intelligence like ten minutes in. Does that make sense? Like it's not like you lost that me because it was boring. That just means I got boring. No, no, not because you were boring. It was yeah. just on another level of like, this dude put a lot of work into this comic book, man. There, and it shows. And it's it, a it little shows. too much, maybe. I don't know. But uh, so the sigil guide will be in there, and we have some really cool original sketches that Anna did of designing That's the awesome. characters. Anna, and, awesome Polish artist, right? Yeah. 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 She's awesome. She's incredible. I love the art in that book. No, I'm a big. Anyone who hasn't checked out Lucy, definitely check it out. Thank you. Um, and w- another comic book is coming out soon, folks. And we're, we're going to uh, bring someone else to help out us. I can't. Yeah. I, I lost ability to talk. We're going to bring out someone else to help us talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the co-writer of the new True Blood comic with Mike himself, Mr. Mark Andreco. <laughs> What's up, sir? Hey, anywhere you want to sit, brother. Have your seat right there. Thank you for thank you for joining us, man. Thanks for having me. Not at all. First off, uh, I want to say, other than True Blood, tremendous fan of your work. Torso is fantastic. Yeah, I fantastic. love that comic. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, thanks. The, the thing with my Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, yeah. It, that's uh, for people who don't know what it is. Uh, Brian Bendis and I have been friends for way too long. And uh, we both grew up in Cleveland, and we wanted to work together. And I was driving around one day when I still lived there, and there was an old building that had Elliot Ness for mayor that was put up in the 50s because he ran for mayor of Cleveland. And I started doing research and found out that Elliot Ness fought a serial killer in Cleveland in the 30s after the Untouchables. That's awesome. And I'm like, Elliot Ness versus a serial killer, and it's a true story. Why hasn't this been? I would greenlight this movie. 
So I pitched it to Brian over my very first and probably last uh, Seder. <laughs> His mother-in-law, I was like, yeah, all they found were torsos and heads. <laughs> and he's like, this is great. And everyone else is kind of, you know. Why is this night different yeah. from any other? Because that guy talked about serial killers exactly, at the exactly. Seder table. And then we wrote it and, you know, and it, it was it was a blast to write. And it was, you know, back before Brian was Brian Michael Bendis, copyright, trademark, the industry. That he <laughs> Every become. comic book Marvel. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Know. Mr. Avenger himself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, and, you know, it had been optioned a couple of times. It almost got made with David Fincher at Paramount. I was working for uh, Angry Films at the time, actually, for Don Murphy. I was an intern over there. So. Oh, so we have Don Murphy stories. We, that's that's oh, for another. That's for a podcast off the air. That's for another year's. Oh, we've got these. stories. I got my Bruce Willis I stories. Don. I got Betty White stories. I got stories for everyone. Tell me someone you know. I'll give you a story. Um, <laughs> He'll make it up if it's not. If he doesn't have it. No, no, totally. But so is that? Is there any? Uh, is that film still look like it might happen? Because that's it was Matt Damon was attached to the project, right? Yeah, it was, was going to be Matt Damon and David Fincher, and uh, then uh, that's I, incredible. Dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's 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 other movement on it. Um, I get to be the Hollywood dick and say nothing I can discuss right now. Nice. But uh, there are people interested in it. And what, the thing that's great about it, you know, we had a lot of near misses. And when the Paramount deal fell through, it was a lot like Charlie Brown. I was Charlie Brown and Paramount was Lucy with the football. <laughs> because for like 12 hours, I was going to get a really good check. And then the next day they called and said, guess what? We changed our mind. And Paramount like, was oh. like, you're bald yeah. and you wear the same shirt every day. Go back in your house with your dog. I just feel like you weren't involved in that, were you? No, no. Oh, I, just, okay. I fed them what to say. I just, uh, I so yeah, them. so hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll happen. Luckily, the story's timeless. I mean, it, it's not like it's no, absolutely. Created, so you know, I want to see it. You know, I've gotten to the point in my so-called career that I only like to work on stuff that I pay to see, and I want to see it. Do you guys want to see Elliot Ness fight a serial killer? <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. So well, that's. To go on about a little bit of backstory on it, the thing that's cool about Torso is Elliot Ness was only 26 when he left Chicago, and he kind of created himself from whole cloth. That He never fired a gun when he was in Chicago. He never dropped Frank Needy off a building like in the movie because that guy died at like 92, like five, six or seven years ago. But when he went to Cleveland, the he did things like he put in the first traffic light in a major metropolitan city. There was this intersection in downtown Cleveland where 400 people a year would get in car accidents because they didn't have traffic it was lights. Insane cars yeah. crashing. Yeah. So like, boring detective, but, but nice civil engineer. But but, but stuff. But <laughs> he was like Olmstead um, for the. Uh, Thanks, yeah. Michael. Uh, say good night, <laughs> Michael. Uh, and, but. <laughs> Oh, they're co-writers, you can but, uh, tell. But what, ha- married what happened with him was while he was there, this case started happening. And the torso killer only killed, I mean only, if, if you're one of them, I guess it's not only, but he killed only 14 or 15 people. Yeah, that's nothing. No, but, but, but if you look statistically, Ness saved thousands of people by doing stuff like that. He used the first lie detector ever invented on this case. No, that, he, was like the, he was like the real yeah, life Batman was, or Sherlock like Holmes. This was or, pre-CSI. They didn't have fingerprints or psychological profiles or any of that stuff. So. No, that's awesome, dude. And that, the book is still in print and available from your fine comic book store. Absolutely. You can check out Golden Apple Absolutely. Golden Apple. And everyone's going to join us <laughs> next Wednesday night for the Big Reggie's World Party <laughs> at Golden Apple. Ryan, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, and then, and then, of course, uh, recently you you uh, created Kate Spencer, the Manhunter, the new Manhunter, right? Yeah, yeah, Manhunter for DC. I had been attached to a uh, Thunder Agents revival uh, before that. Uh, I had been talking to Dan DiDio when he had been first starting at DC, and that fell apart because of rights issues and everything. And then I got a call from him after the project died, and he said, "Hey, how about a new Manhunter, but a woman?" And I, I said, "Hmm," and I hung up the phone. And DC, in the history of the comic, has had seven or eight different characters by the name of Manhunter. And I was like, oh my God, there's so much baggage there. 
And then it was right around when Catherine Hepburn died, and I was on also at the same time going through my prime suspect kick. And I wanted to, and I, I'm, I'm a big fan of female characters who aren't defined by being female characters. You know, Kate, it doesn't even, it doesn't matter. If, if you've ever Kate seen Prime Suspect, Kate, um, Helen Mirren in it, if you haven't seen Prime Suspect, you need to rent them all. It Get will, out of the theater. Stop now. listening to this podcast. It, yeah. it will, it will change your life, I promise. <laughs> if you rent it from Netflix and don't like it, I will pay your rental fee. Ooh. Um, Whoa. Uh, He's only, for, only for the people in the theater. Oh, um, all right. Uh, nah, but so I wanted to write a character that was a, a female character with all the flaws that male characters have, but wasn't defined by the fact that she was a woman. And I wanted to do a female character that wasn't wearing a teaback metal thong and eight-inch stripper heels to fight crime. You know, she's a character. Can I, as a woman, say thank you? Well, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they? Yeah, say, what the yeah fuck, wouldn't they man? help, dude? Like metal thong? That sounds like a God. weapon. Come on, stripperella would kick Superman's ass. I like that thong book. Yeah, we need a return of thongs to comics, is what he's saying. (laughs) Where I'm sure Cisco would like that because I saw he parked my car out when I got here. Cisco from the thong song. That would be no. That would be. Let's go with that for a minute. I would fuck this theater, guys. We have like that's how I'm going to start selling shows at this theater. Like we have the guy Cisco's the valet. Yeah, Yeah, Cisco's the valet. You guys remember Joe to see, right? Wasn't that the group? Joe to see. Wasn't he in Joe to see? Are you old enough to remember Joe to (laughs) see? I'm 26, but I'm wise beyond my years. I literally have t-shirts older. 26, but I watch. A lot of TV. Okay, there okay. we go. Okay, <laughs> I didn't have many friends growing up, so that might explain it. Um, so, so, so that was uh, Kate Spencer, and then yeah, she's actually named after Catherine Hepburn. Kate kept from Catherine Hepburn. Oh, that's awesome, Spencer dude. From Spencer Tracy. So Never that's that. her inspiration, and it was just a blast. I mean, you know, I, I I joked that we were the Arrested Development of comics because we were always on the verge of cancellation because you know the comic superhero market is you know if it's not Spider Man, Batman, or the X Men, it's a struggle, and a female character who's not entirely likable. Or clad in hardly fucking nothing, like yeah, Wonder she, Woman. You know, or, she you had know crotchless I mean? panties that probably would still be even published right now. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> but they did the ba- but you guys were doing a backup for a while in, in yeah, the she, streets uh, of Gotham, uh, right? Oh, a great vote of confidence. We had gotten canceled and uncanceled three times in three years. <laughs> so I got to the point where I got a phone call. I'm like, it's canceled. And then two it's weeks like, later, I get a call. It's uncanceled. And finally, I said, "Make I, I, I'm appreciative, but... This is killing. It's like, dude, do you want to do this or not? I've got you've taken my pants off way too many times. I I was was like, when you go through a breakup and it's like for six months, you break up, you get back together, you break up, and you just know it's over, right? No one's ever done that to me. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are awesome. You should take it on the road as like a two man team. Um, (laughs) So, so, but but again, you got a great vote of confidence because they brought the comic back. Yeah, they brought it back as a backup feature in a Batman book, and they said, "Hey, we want to make her the district attorney of Gotham City." So, having being able to write in the Batman world is kind of like an actor doing a voice in a Disney cartoon. I'm my character is now immortal. Like they did Batman. They did the Batman Encyclopedia a few years, and there was an entry for Manhunter. That's awesome, dude. So yeah, you know, she took over Harvey Dent's old job. I mean, that's you know, from a geek standpoint, being able to create something that's going to outlive me in some form is really, really and something cool. you're entirely proud of without reservation and without any kind of restriction. Yeah, I was like really too, lucky. Right? Like, yeah. like I did things. I, one of the reasons I wanted to do Manhunter was I wanted to set it in Los Angeles because most of the DC Comics worlds are Metropolis or Star City. They're fictional cities, and unlike Marvel, which is primarily New York, and I wanted to do L.A. One because I live here, and wanted to play with the metaphor. Kate Spencer it was was a uh, federal prosecutor who prosecuted supervillains and play off the celebrity culture motif. You know, OJ, totally, yeah. Michael Jackson sort of thing, and. Being 
being able to set it in a real city was they said sure and I got to do things like I said well her partner in the law firm needs to be gay because they're you know if you're in Los Angeles you know you know like in Friends they had Aisha Tyler was the one black person in no, totally. Friends <laughs> uh, or in 902 where there were none yeah well there were a couple I think they were like extras like yeah. way deep way back, way you know, way back, back auditorium they, stuff they, they had the, the black neighbors I mean come on in the old 902 yeah but that was the first here's season. our expert that was the first season and then they moved out oh remember? that's true remember? there was they did wow I'm totally embarrassed the guy went you guys to, can have your own podcast that going. Guy, the, own that podcast one dude, and, it was Jordan, and he went to Yale, and he was supposed to go with Andrea. Which was a twist, because do black people go to Yale? It was so condescending Whoa. on that show. Yeah. I was like, wow, you really either super. You're really, you're really implying that? They were either super smart, or they were gangsters Yeah, yeah. It's on a, that show. Yeah. I'm so glad we let that play out. Yeah, that and that we didn't say anything during <laughs> it. Like well, The three of us can raise our hands in applause now. Well, I, hey, I, I just hear 90210, and I'm like, yes. yes I recommend highly. When I first moved to L.A., I was didn't have a job, and FX was showing only reruns of NYPD Blue, Married with Children, MASH, and 90210, and they showed four different episodes of 90210 a day. In the course of like Can I ask you four months, I watched all ten seasons. Was that the summer of 2000 by any chance? Uh, <laughs> no, it was, this was prior to that. This okay, because there was... Because like, that's really guys, summer. For a moment, I, I thought you shared a beautiful <laughs> there summer. There was a yeah, summer of actual depression. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. At one point in L.A., they were both oh, alone. Oh, man, in their, that summer of 2000. They were alone in their respective If abortions. I didn't have and the Walsh family to get me through that shit, I would have <laughs> killed myself. And nothing makes you want to get a job more than watching four hours of 902. No, totally. Because you want to be silver, 20, right? 20 hours a week. I, what's terrifying, there was an episode. This is so derailed. This Go interview. for it, This man. is the there best show ever. There was an episode ever. where David Silver was DJ. At the dance, and it was an episode with black. Keep it, keep yeah. it, keep it, it, keep it down, man. Or the, where I they ha- crashed the dance. I had that vest that he was wearing. <laughs> I, I had bought the vest at the mall, and I'm like, this is kind of stylish. And I'm, as, you, as the people in the audience can tell you, I'm not well dressed <laughs> at all. And then I saw it on an episode of 90210, and I promptly threw it away. <laughs> I was like, we both shop at Oak Tree. Awesome. <laughs> So. Oh, 90210. So, back to comics. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. You ever think of a 90210 comic? Maybe if this one works out, we'll talk about it. Uh, I just want to do Kelly Taylor Adventures, because the last thing about that show, watching 10 seasons of it and, and rapid She's succession, been through everything. She was in a fire. She was stalked by a lesbian who got deformed in said fire. She joined a cult. She, she was, was a coke addict. She was addicted to diet pills. She's like our greatest on. superhero. Oh, that was she one had an abortion. She got shot. She lost her summer. memory. She got raped. She <laughs> yeah, killed that, a rapist. That was a long summer, wasn't it? Uh, speaking of, but and well, dude, and there's a chance because here's and the there's thing. And there's a Jenny Garth connection right here. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've spoken about I that. Mean, come on, it's everything makes circle. sense, guys. It's all happening at this daisy thingy table. I, I'm sorry, um, I have my back to you over here, Deborah. <laughs> she's just watching the fun. Um, and and speaking of uh, licensed comics though, and stuff extending mediums, nine hundred two and oh to a comic. Maybe there's a a little. Trip. You're just the master of segues. I try. <laughs> I work on. I do nothing else in my life. Somebody sit home all day and watch really Monty Python. Instead I'm like, of speaking of True Blood, it's speaking of licensed comics. Yeah, I try. Yeah, because I don't want to just jar well, it in there. Mary Hart's retiring, so you could be up for that job. You're, that would be great. Do I have to talk with my, my hands all freaky and shit? And, other news, John Travolta won an award. Did she? That woman has no soul. But that's another episode entirely. <laughs> uh, 
True Blood comic. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Finally. It, it, I mean, it, ha- it, has, it, hap- it, it has, has happened. happened. It has happened. But it's happening now with uh, Mark and I. Yeah, we're doing the second miniseries. Which together. which for me is means it's happening. You know what That's I mean? That's right. It's I'm on. Huge, yeah, oh, it's, on, it's on, folks. Um, what do you, what do we have in store for, for the, the comic book reading True Blood fans out well, there? Because this is IDW again, right? Sure, yeah, absolutely. And, and you, a little two, bit of backstory between how Michael and I got together. Um, I had... Well... Again, not, not that way. You know. I've tried, but the no, I think we know. he's jdays.com. Everyone knows. I think we know who's going home with whom tonight. Absolutely. I got some laser discs. I've always wanted to do the Brandon Walsh fist pump from the credits, so thank you. This is this has already been the best. No worries, man. This has been the best night of 2011. No worries. We'll try. And go home and check TBS. There might be a 90210 rerun. You could literally just fucking off yourself with pleasure. Well, I wholly recommend the new 90210. He's really going off on we should he does not it too. have brought I should it back No more not to know. True blood, true blood, true blood. True blood, true blood, true blood. So, uh, Michael, so my, my I met Michael. He, uh, we shop at the same comic book store, Golden Apple. Golden and, Apple, absolutely. And Michael, That's where everyone, every cool geek in L.A. seems to meet. It's like the, the hub me. of... I saw you there on... That's how this yeah. show happened. We yeah. confirmed it on your way yeah. to... You were Everything all dressed up in spiffy. I, I was like, you got a jury duty? You're like, I'm going to meet Betty White. I'm like, oh, Hollywood. <laughs> and Michael was working on a show on TNT at the time called Saved, which I was a huge fan of. It was one of those shows that only got a, a first one season, and I really... His character was fantastic. He was this Mormon uh, ambulance driver with, and he had a black lesbian partner. So there was this really interesting dynamic, and he played it with a, a real nice honesty. Because sometimes playing religious characters, you can just play that the obvious way. That's right. And I started talking like to him the about Reverend that. Newland way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and, with the, and then it's too awesome to comment. We had, on. We had become, we'd become pals and chatted occasionally. And then about a year and a half ago, I was going down to my mailbox and I saw him at my apartment building, and he moved into my building. So I was we like, just, "The secret brought us together, exactly, Mark." Exactly. <laughs> and uh, we're opening yeah. a we're opening a bed and breakfast. You just, awesome. You're just making everything happen, huh? Yeah, you I did. did. I, you know. Uh, so yeah, we're now neighbors. <laughs> and when and, uh, IDW got the license for uh, True Blood, I called uh, Scott Dunbeer, who's a good friend of mine and, and a big editor there. And I said, hey, can we pitch on that? I said, Michael McMillan is a neighbor of mine. We're friends. He's writing a comic now. We, we were interested in pitching. So we uh, came up with six or seven pitches, sent them in, and then they liked a couple of them. So here we are. It was off to the races. Yeah, yeah. And I'm actually, licensed books can be difficult because you're dealing with, you know, I, I've had friends who worked on things like Star Wars and stuff, and stuff like that and that are very difficult with the licensors, the likenesses and things you can do. Be careful and, as far as not, yeah, yeah, and sullying the product as well. And we, you know, other than a couple of the, you know, likeness things, we've, it's been pretty, the, the story we're telling is the story we wanted to tell. And it was the kind of thing where, once again, I would buy this True Blood comic for this story, even though yeah, well, you know, I, it, it's and, a really fun and it is story. one of those things where all of our scripts go to Alan Ball. He reads it, and all. he and he wrote the first part of the comic, he, right? Yeah, he, 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 he plotted, plot. I believe. Wrote so the, he's like the, the executive plot. producer. Yeah, so of? it's it's kind of like writing for the yeah. comic book version of the TV show, where we sit, we we break the whole story down as if it were a season of a TV show, and we've got and, our yeah, and then we, we we alternate first drafts of the script. Uh, Michael will do one, then he'll toss it over to me, and I'll go back in and change stuff or, you know, that sort of thing. Now, are you a big fan of the show, too? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I love the show. I was hooked on the show the moment I heard the theme song. I'm like, this is... This is <laughs> yeah. you know, the, Just the, like the another credits. show of yours. Yeah, right? Don't, don't, dude, dude, yeah. don't go back don't. there. Now you're doing it. <laughs> don't go back there. Um, that's awesome. You, uh, Deborah, you're in... What is, how does it feel to be in a comic book? 
It's awesome. I mean, you can, like, they've got, like, I saw a couple of the covers of things, and I was like, God, I wish I got to do that in the actual show. You know? yeah, as far as, you've got, like, comic, do you have a mini bust yet? A like, one of the, the statue? Oh, no, no, I, I have, have an a Eric mini bust. I got him, I got him a uh, Eric one for his birthday, for it's Christmas. Awesome. He's a big fan. I want a statue. I think that They're cool. working on stuff, but so, but, but I'm like, sure you'll get one. But so, it, it's like you open up a comic book, and yeah. like, there you are in well, it, Well, and right? here's the thing, too, my boyfriend is a huge comic book collector, like, like, 50 long box kind of comic wow. book collector. Wow. And, uh, that, that, that you just made every sexy. geek in the world both upset and like give them hope that there are others like you out there. Well, I mean, you can imagine then for him to have his girlfriend be like in a comic. No, book. totally, like, yeah. Like, I earned a lot. He's of like, points I don't want it. the real you anymore. I've got the comic book. Version. Why don't you? Look you're like, like you're like, honey, I'm in a comic book. You're where are you? He's like, I'm hidden under the fifty long boxes. I built a fort. That's a lot of fucking long boxes. I went like thirty, and I thought I was cool. Your boyfriend beats me in every way. He's very cool. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's, no, he sounds awesome. He wins. He does win big time. So, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be amazing that, like, you know what I mean? You, you get to come home, like, and share that kind of thing together. Mm-hmm. A, but B, just, just the fact that one, one audition, like you said, you had to wait a little bit long. Mm-hmm. But, but, isn't her story tragic? Jumped it two years <laughs> later, and you're like, in a comic book, like, on t-shirts, and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. TV shows. Yeah, but she hasn't gotten addicted to cocaine yet. That's when it really goes downhill. We're looking forward when are we to predict- that. Yeah, when are we planning that out? <laughs> when are you going to go on your killing rampage? My killing rampage? Yeah. I, I guess I need to be a member of a religious cult first. No, Is this what yeah. I'm learning? They're not a cult. They help people get thetans out of their system. Uh... <laughs> They're little aliens. It's a different thing entirely. <laughs> They're mini aliens that were put there a long, long time ago. I don't even want to go into it. Um, but I can give you a wow. stress test. Everybody after. just left. I didn't know. No, that yeah, right. Wow, sorry. We have a very, we have a very hip clientele. Uh, no, but that's got to be cool. And I mean, for you, dude, to, for not, cause you, you've written comics before. Yeah. And, and now you're, now it's kind of, it, it's like a double, I don't even it's know how to win. describe it. Yeah, I would describe it as a win. You know what I mean, though. But you're writing yeah. a comic for a show that you're also yeah. a member of. And the first issue, which comes out next week, has a variant photo cover of Reverend Steve yeah. Newland. Ooh, yeah, so again, the you secret brought some works, art with man. you. If you guys want to see after, right? You brought some of the art from the. Yeah, I brought I brought the, some of the art from the first. Very cool. So yeah, we'll take a look. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean. Uh, Obviously, uh, you know, I was like Mark as soon as I had heard that they were going to make a True Blood comic. I kind of wanted to get on board. And, um, I, it's just, it's a really cool opportunity to, um, play other characters that you, you know. No, absolutely. You know, yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the way it, it kind of feels like. It's like, well, I only got to be Steve Newland on the show, but in the comic book, I kind of get to play the whole cast. You know? Know? This entire thing was just an excuse yeah, for Jessica, right? And I don't know if, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's this way for Michael, but when I'm writing dialogue, I'm, I'm, you, I'm glad there are no are cameras in my actors? house. I'm talking, are you acting like, it out? Okay, you know, doing my Bill impersonation. <laughs> yeah. or, or trying to, trying to, you know, it, 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 it's the, it's makes it easier and it makes it immeasurably harder because you want to have that, that, that same that voice kind of, you want right? to have the voice of the characters and, but it's so much fun to be able to play, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, putting on your dad's suit when he's out, you know, at work playing grown up because they've, they've created such a vivid world that writing the characters has been in a lot of ways just so easy and so it's much pretty fun. It's pretty easy to slip into. You know? It's, it helps for me to actually worked with some of these people before because I can I can hear them. Well, that's what I, I mean. Write, but... How rare is it that that I think in the world of licensed comic I've never I don't think this has ever happened before. Yeah, no, it's no. I think I think so. It's really odd. You know, I was I did an interview uh, uh, like a, like a Shia LaBeouf didn't write the Transformers yeah, comic. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he probably he used a pen could. name. 
used a pen name. Yeah. Oh, that was that was Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He's, He's a busy fucking dude. No, but it's you know if if you're kind of looking at it from a nerdy Grant Morrison point of view of like diving into these two dimensional universes or these fictional universes that exist out there, like I've been able to play. Steve Newland in the 3D version of, you know, three-dimensional version of True Blood. I've gotten to interact with this mythology right. in real time, and now I'm sort of coming at it through a different angle, which is writing this comic book. And you know? Steve Newland does make appearances in our... And he does. Art. I mean, so was there a temptation... It's there kind a- of this sort of <laughs> He saves the world. Meta- was there a temptation of making, everybody. like, the Steve Newland yeah. comic? Or yeah, the first like- Steve Newland one-shot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one-shot? I think no, we- it's going to be... Serious? It's going to be, like, no, no, be, like, 52. It's yeah, going to be we, weekly. We, we, I, we definitely pitched the Steve Newland one-shot. That didn't happen. I don't know why. <laughs> You're like, guys... I, it's, Steve's, it's the Steve Newland summer special, you know. It's like yeah, totally just okay. him with a bunch of gags down at the beach. Eliopolis is co-writing yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, he's got a he won't eat a hot dog. He's got to cut it. And Red Hulk and Blue Hulk get mad at Steve Newland or whatever. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's uh, it's it's really cool. You know, it's been an amazing experience so far. So I don't know. Do you think it will feed back into the show in the way, and not not direct ideas, but in the sense that like now it seems like this is going to be, it seems like there will be true true blood comics for the ongoing future. It doesn't seem. Oh like yeah, the, the book, the book, the first book was I think the most successful book in IDW's history. Wow. Or if not, yeah. if not their complete history, their most recent history. It's the book does really, really, really well because you know it's a good fan base. You know man. Yeah. the vampire fan base, whether it's Lestat or Buffy or True Blood, they are a rabid fan base. I mean the 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 amount and and the True Blood. Is, is there still everywhere. a stat fan base? I don't want to hang out with those people anymore. Mm-hmm. That's just weird. I think the Anne Rice <laughs> books are big. No, they are big. I did, back, I, right? But I, I did mean, read them. Are they making a comeback? Because then she went religious for a while. But no, no she's not anymore. But and then she, she renounced yeah, it, so anymore. now it's no. back to like, gay vampires who are rock stars. No more Jesus, I swear. Yeah. You know, she's trying to get us back. <laughs> but we want, I think Mark and I both, in terms of the comic, we want it to feel as much like the show as possible. You know, we have the privilege of being published during the time when there is no True Blood on TV, so or no new True Blood the on The True TV. Blood drought of 2011, yeah, as so, I like to call it. You yeah. know, we, we want to make the book something that will help tide fans over until the show starts back up in June. At the same time, we're getting to do certain stories and take the action on a level that we you know the show doesn't necessarily have the budget well, cuz it's like you can yeah, do, we can no do budget stuff. there's no having, budget for yeah, having for, an artist draw it's your imagination some, yeah flying. yeah i mean whole scenes now can take driving, place with so. eric flying and you know so there, we get no, to explore awesome. the mythology and expand the mythology in, in in new ways in ways that the show might not be able to get to and more importantly i think for for both of us was doing and michael touched on this a little but writing a, an arc of the book that could easily be an episode well, we weren't writing it saying hey give us a job to write an episode but this we yeah, wanted it to yeah, feel no, as yeah. much like an episode as possible so what? if you read the book if you're a fan of the show i'm actually you know like i said going back earlier i was talking about licensed licensed books can be really difficult i've been really lucky in my licensed career doing comics i got to do i just finished let me in the prequel oh wow yeah, yeah for hammer hammer is putting those hammer, i've been reading Dark this Horse, but yeah and great. that was a dream job and the true blood job has been a dream job because it really it really is us doing it's an episode on paper well i was just gonna say the good when when licensed comics go great i don't know if you guys read the simpsons comics back in the day that bongo first put out but i read them for years and i remember there was a while there where you where you started to forget if it was a comic book or an episode of the TV I show. I swear to God, they did take some you know episode ideas about? from like, the comics. How often do you think the, the crayon, the one where he gets the crayon in his 
That was a I'm, comic before sure they turned it into episodes. Matt, Matt owns, Matt Green yeah. owns Bongos. And they were why, awesome. Why wouldn't you use but that? That's, as so own. when it goes right, it should feel, yeah, it should feel like you're, it's the same exact familiar thing, but just, you know what I mean? Just more of it in other medium. Yeah. And there's so many great characters in the show. I'm a big sucker for ensemble work. I'm a huge Robert Altman fan. If you have more than six main characters, I will give no, you. No, totally. True Blood's got like eight. And there's, awesome. there's so many characters. And we got to write all of them. Almost every single really? character. Really? fit more characters in uh, that, that didn't appear in the first series. We have Arlene and Terry are in there. Oh, wow. I was just gonna, yeah. Steve Newland's in there. Uh, Nan uh, Flanagan is my Flanagan's favorite name in, in the world. I love that name. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm writing the... First pass at uh, issue five right now, and uh, Andy Bellflower shows That's, up. He's nice. my favorite um, character. And uh, Sarah Newland shows up at some point. What's great is it's not just the vampire. It's not just the people with powers. You know what I mean? Well, those are the interesting people. I mean, you know, the well, I mean, totally, stuff, yeah. The interesting people are the, uh, you know, the human characters give you a perspective. Oh, no, I meant the people with powers are interesting. Well, the people, with powers, are, the the people with powers are really no. interesting. I don't, to write, I don't really like are. any of the vampires on this. Is there a hierarchy <laughs> on set between the powers and the non-powers, Deborah? <laughs> like, you, make, you would make my Michael go to craft services for you or something. You know what I mean. I, I would make Michael go to craft services for me, regardless of powers. You wouldn't have to but, make uh, me. What do you no, want? No, but is, you know what I mean. Is there is there a weird kind of is not a, not a click thing, but it's it's got to be because you guys are intensive. Like you got to wear the prosthetics and uh-huh. you got to do a lot of CGI and a lot of stuff. We are work. definitely more high maintenance now. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> is up to anyone else. Wait, I, actors yeah. who are high maintenance. Yeah, I'm figuring. I've this never out heard too. of that before. Everyone <laughs> fighting on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but not really. I mean, I I think you know you need, you know, the story whether you're a vampire or a human is about humanity, and so you need Absolutely. both sides of that coin to tell that story. Right on. Basically, the vampire. She just said there's a hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, she don't want to say it out. She's too polite. <laughs> the, vampi- the vampires have bigger trailers. That's totally right. They they make the humans go like they they get a, a VW minibus they off to share. Yeah, and it's like old, slightly older or whatever. Yeah, smells kind of like had feet. a janitor's closet. Do you uh, <laughs> speaking of real quick just a sidetrack? Speaking on the prosthetics, what's what are the fangs like? Is it they're really really difficult? Um, that's uh, what it, it's what it looks. Well, we have, like. We've mean, got two two uh, fang prosthetics. We've got a soft fangs which are for biting. Um, because the hard ones are hard. I mean, they're, like, you know, I, they're, if I spend all day with them, I'll have little cuts on the bottom of my lip. Um, and they also make you sound kind of like lispy. My favorite story is, uh, Kristen, who plays Pam, awesome. Um, like the very first line she had to say with her fangs in was, um, you're certainly nothing like your thither. <laughs> and apparently everybody, you know, sort of cracked up all at once on set. You're like, there's she's that never lived vampire. No, yeah. Ed Quinn, who played, uh, the Texas uh-huh. vampire Stan, came in. The man. Yeah, Stan, he came in. I remember when we were shooting the, the war, the fellowship, uh, church, he came in in his, his first uh, line is like Steve Newlin, and he came in. and He was like Steve Newlin, you know. Everybody's lost it. But then be so, great. He was so frustrated. But then be great if they all just went with that though. They were like, yeah. okay. Are, are there lots of like takes of you drooling on yourself? Because well, I, I have a like, take. Spit everywhere. Not necessarily spit. Um, but I have a take where I had the soft fangs and I had to yell at someone and I went. Across the room, um, which is you know you're trying to be so powerful. You're like that's what scary. happens when vampires get really angry. They right. take them flying out. Yeah. So you've got these rubber teeth that are flying across the room, and you can't pronounce anything. And all you want to be is like scary and immortal. That's but. awesome. No, yeah. <laughs> so How do they get the crying? Like, is that all CG or um basically method acting? Yeah, yeah well, we just cry, we cry and, blood. Yeah, you can. It's do a that, little right? surgery, a little procedure we go through <laughs> when you're cast, and um. No, I mean you just you just cry and they color it in. Gotcha. They color in your tears. Awesome. So, uh, so lots of big stuff in store for True Blood. Lots of big stuff in store for you folks. When when's this all? When's all this fun all uh, starting off? True Blood, 
Tainted Love, which is the name of our oh, that's arc. awesome. Issue Ooh, one comes idiot. out uh, on February twenty third, which is a Wednesday. week from today. Wow! So, so go we'll... buy Golden Apple or your local comic totally. shop. So you folks will be hearing this on Saturday, four days from now. You will be able to get your hands on this thing. Yeah. So, so go wait now. Make it like a Star Wars line yeah, thing. Just the, the bring a, a, little, a little taste of what it's about. Uh, it's basically oh, yeah. Come on, yeah. It's, tease it's, us. Uh, it's inspired by. Um, uh, there looks like there's some people who are old enough to remember this. The Tylenol poisonings in the 80s. Uh, someone's poisoning true blood, and it makes the vampires who drink it get really freakier than they normally do. Uh, so, All and, of their... Uh, and it's a big Jessica storyline. Jessica's, Jessica's one of the, the main... Yeah, the main so now we have the story, so. now, now my mom will be happy. She was disappointed with my lack of... The lack of on the show. Oh, you're, all, you're all over this she, one. She kicked some serious ass the whole series. Yeah. She was so like, honey, I like that you're on a TV show, but you're not in every scene. No, no, it was the comic books. She read the first oh, really? comic book. She was like, you're not in this. Why did I buy all 20 variant covers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So now, n- n- now you get your due. Now you my, get my your due. Dad, my dad is looking at all, and he's trying to figure out. He goes, "This is very confusing. <laughs> this is very difficult." Are your parents fans of the show? Oh, of course. I mean, they were really wonderful and supportive. Right. I on. had to watch a couple of the episodes with my grandmother, which is one of the more traumatic oh, moments of my life. <laughs> I did this. I watched the first. Like, I bought the show on Blu-ray. I missed the first season. I bought the first season. My parents were in town, and we like watched the first four episodes together. And I was like, "Look, I really like this, but this is weird at this point watching it with you guys." There's a a lot of fucking going on. Yeah, you, you, did your your grandma didn't you didn't watch the episode with your hymen growing back? Did you with your grandma? Um, no, I watched the one rolling around in my Spoiler bra with alert. my boyfriend. Speaking oh. of, so so True Blood comic next week. True Blood season four is mm-hmm. is is uh June we said or July June probably June come back in June. That's coming up. We got you got a bunch of uh, films coming out. Uh, Mike and Deborah uh, both. Uh, Mark, you got anything coming out? Uh, comic book wise, other than True Blood, sir? Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, I can't. Talk oh, about uh-oh. Oh. So we might have to have you back to talk about that. Well. Oh, Let's do a real quick, weird, really some, quick um, some Twitter question. Speaking of, oh yeah, speaking of the, you just reminded me. I didn't want to go there. But speaking of the hymen thing, that's remarkably the Twitter question I got the most about. I'm not surprised. I it was get just to talk. Wrong. Just it wasn't even a question though. They were just like the hymen grows back. I was like, that's not a question. <laughs> just talk about <laughs> just the a perverted hymen. The hymen yeah. grows back. I have one. <laughs> you wanted to just acknowledge it? Like that a, was actually a rejected Dr. Seuss. Book. I have it yeah. <laughs> from from Pop oh, Prof. <laughs> All right. He says, "Ask Deb how she feels about being a virgin forever." See, I but I was I said I told you I vetted them, so she, I, we just um, covered that. Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing: I'm the only actress in history that will ever get to play that. I bet, um, you know, where you get to have sex but it keeps growing back, kind of thing. Yeah, probably. Um, God, I, I would it hope was, so. It was really traumatic. I uh, I really am glad I don't have that problem. But and then, <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's purian and yeah, it's sexy and all that shit. But it's also inc- incredibly tragic. Well, like, I think you know, I mean, for for young girls, I mean, well, for me at least, the whole thing is about becoming a woman and and wanting to mature and and get through. We that are stage. like so, on. We are on the verge <laughs> of like the hottest story. Dim the lights, dude. Dim the lights. Just like. There's people leaning no, was, into their... <laughs> everybody, everybody's sweating. Of, tell us about the first time you're hyming and grew back. podcast right now. Yeah, being yeah. like, yeah, so tell us more Oprah. about losing your so you were in the truck with, and So you're in the truck with Hoyt. And, uh, right. no, yeah, I'm kidding. We've got lighted on fire no, yeah. on the radio. Um, yeah, no, but but I you know, but I think it's 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 definitely like that's been taken from you kind of. And, and particularly for that character who was, you know, this whole thing with the father and keeping her a child and then... This last thing that yeah. won't let you no, grow yeah. up, you know, and 
um, I think it was a real blow. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it just adds another level to the character. You got any more, Brenda? Um, also, that aren't about her hymen? Okay. Um, Does your hymen else? grow back? <laughs> Asked, um, that was just Mike's question. So your, so what was it? What was your first Comic Con experience like? I know True Blood gets a big reception oh, at yeah. Comic Con every year. Oh, yeah. Comic Con is badass. I love Comic Con. Um, did you walk around in a disguise this I year? I did this year because my boyfriend and I are big nerds, so we want to go to all the panels and like do your thing. And and you know, fans are great, but you can't get a lot done <laughs> when fans find you. Every so, single panel turns into a Jessica the Vampire signing. Yeah. Like the guy on the guy on the tables are like, why is everyone turned around all the time? <laughs> no, it's like she's her. She's just wearing a fake mustache, but I can still tell. Well, I I went as Hit Girl. Last did you really? Year. Oh, you went in full out cosplay. That's not all? not full out costume, but I did sort of. I did the wig and the mask. And a couple little things, and it worked well enough. But actually, like an hour, someone figured me out. Um, <laughs> I don't like, know look, how. It's Jessica the Michael told them. Girl. Michael told them. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> but actually, girl. for the most part, if you didn't look too close, I got away with it. But every once in a while, someone would get it. I couldn't figure out. I mean, it was, was my EJ jaw. That. No. Well, because he's kind of a celebrity We now. got him a that Hannibal guy. Lecter mask, but it was uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's that guy's fault. This year at Comic-Con, I'm going to dress as Jessica to help Are you, you out. Are you good? <laughs> to just to throw people off. That's what, I, guys, to I help her. I just canceled my plans for Comic-Con. <laughs> to help her out, everybody dresses Jessica everybody. this year. He made the costume for me. It'll be so like Doombots. They won't know where to look. Everyone dresses Jessica this <laughs> yeah. year. Well, I actually thought if I dressed as Jessica, would I get away with it? No, that's a bad no. People would probably think you were someone. I was yeah, they think you someone were just dressed a, up as I took pictures as Hit Girl. I was like, these people have no idea. That's awesome. They yeah. have they have Jessica pictures, but you Jessica should go as Optimus Prime. <laughs> That's, you should really throw it off. Exactly. Okay, if I make you an Optimus Prime costume, I will wear it. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Oh, I'm right here, folks. You heard it here. An Optimus Prime costume. But we spoiled make it? it. Bagged and boarded exclusive. You heard it here first. No, no I'm gonna, anyone, gonna. There are gonna be so many, many Optimus Primes yeah. there that there won't be an issue. And I, you know what? If you do that, I will give you fifty dollars to help pay. for Yeah, but here's why you don't want to finance. We should have a charity. Every I do it. Prime in San Diego is going to get hit on now it because they think be, it's her it underneath. It has to be good, though. Yeah, it people can't be are going like, to be assaulting like, like the yeah. Optimus okay. Prime shoe boxes. Wait, I want like, right. none of those crappy cardboard Optimus Prime. Yeah, so we've okay. all seen those. Challenge. Every single guy who's right. dressed as Optimus Prime at Comic Con this year is going to get. Are you <laughs> just saying? Yeah. Like, are you just? No, they're going to get. They're going to get really abused. No, yeah. There's going to be a lot of like weird Transformer nerds having to Google what a hymen is when they get out of Comic Con. Do, do trucks have hymens? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Guys, we, we want to thank you for joining us so much. This yes. was so much fun. Um, I, I'm sitting here in front of a stack. And you also got a shitload of Lucid, of awesome uh, number, Lucid one, number one. If anyone one. wants to come up and grab and a the copy, audience, yeah. I'm happy to give Check it to out you. Lucid, folks. True Blood comic, Lucid comic, True Blood television show. Tons of acting gigs. A lot of stuff going on in the near future. We want to thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for having me. Folks, you. Michael McMillan. Deborah Ann Wall and Mark Andre, go give it up. All right, Thank you. Guys. Thank you guys so much. Brendo? It's been good. Um, I would encourage um, Mark, you should come back on any Friday. Derek and I do a show called Popsicles, and we will talk about 90210 the entire show. Awesome. So, All right. And then Love Connection was made. Guys, everything happens <laughs> at Bagged and Boarded. You know what I mean? Gosh, so, yeah. this show is important. Um, folks, we want to thank you for joining us so much. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, Soon, as always, we're brought to you by uh, the fine folks at Golden Apple so Comics. Next week, we got the so remote. next week we'll be at their big Reggie's World week event. Come out and join that. us. I got it. Oh. Week after that, <laughs> week after that, we'll be joined by Smodcastle's own Paul Hip. Awesome. Uh, if you guys know Paul, he's an awesome musician and actor. He was in Manchild. He's been in Bad Lieutenant. He's a friend of friend of the family. 
Uh, March 9th, we are very proud to announce our guest will be Aaron Douglas from Battlestar Galactica, Ooh, Chief yeah. Tyrell. So come back out for that. He's going to do a sign-in after for the fans. going to be a lot of fun. You could always check us out at bagboarded.com, smodcast.com, and iTunes. I'm on Twitter at Cameltoad. And I'm at And Smodcast. Man. i got a couple more than just one. Sorry. It's not like this is the first time we've done this, man. we got a cadence to got it. too much stuff. I know. So you got to protract it or some shit. All right. Uh, I only got two. You get two from now on. I'm How about that? I'm only going to do two tonight. All right, good. Camel Toad and Smodcastle, uh, CamelToadProductions.com. And as always, that check out Smod... Oh, this guy. <laughs> and this guy. I'm going to hug him after this show. Yeah. Uh, always yeah. check out Smodcastle.com for the newest uh, Smodcastle schedule. we got a lot of awesome stuff coming up this month. If you folks are hearing this Saturday morning, come on out tonight uh, Paul F. Tompkins is a guest on Anytime Show and Mr. Donald Glover from Community is doing stand-up. So it's Saturday. Gonna be awesome. What day are you hearing the sun? Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Come to the Smut Castle tonight. Come if to the not, Castle right if now. If not, you missed it, but it, all this cool stuff will happen. So yeah, you get you your You should have listened to the podcast earlier. Do your, uh, do your plugs, um, man. I only have two to this week. Again, Popsicles on Friday with, with Mr. Me and Derek Armijo. If you can't come to the Smut Castle Friday nights, listen to it. Popsiclespodcast.com. It's Popsicle. Like a sickle. And, um, and then also this week, He's making Friday, Ecto Cooler for everyone. I'm making Ecto Cooler for everyone, but people listening will have already missed out on the Ecto Cooler. See? You gotta keep coming, guys. And if you, if, if any of you are fans of the Angel comics, well, in the audience, Angel or Spike comics, Brian Lynch is gonna be joining us on Friday. A lot so. of cool, a lot of cool stuff going down, folks. Um, but, uh. And then my other. Oh, here you You said I could have two. Okay, go for it, man. So my other is, um, on Friday, one. for those that don't know, I have a webcomic. It's called Brax the Alien Rocker, BraxComics.com, and we are publishing our 200th strip. Congratulations. They're seriously, congratulations oh, on that. That's fucking awesome. That's why I had to say that. Well, well deserved. Everyone check out Brax Comics. Uh, everyone check out Derek Armijo on Twitter. Folks, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Thanks, Brendo. Guys. It's been real. Brendo. Yeah. Soft bite or hard bite? You get to pick. Huh? What? Soft teeth or hard teeth? You know Soft what I mean? Teeth. Soft I'm, teeth. I'm a wuss. All right, we'll go take it in the back. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Bagged and boarded. Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Jen Schwalbach. And here's what's happening every day at Smodcast.com. On Sunday, it's me and Scott Mosier doing the original Smodcast. On Mondays, it's Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. On Tuesdays, it's Blowhard with Malcolm Ingram. Also on Tuesday, my personal favorite, Plus One. That's the one where you and I talk. That is. And you get naked. <laughs> on Wednesdays, it's me and Jason Muse doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. On Thursdays, it's Puck Nuts with Walt Flanagan, Ming Chen, and Brian Johnson. And don't forget Sunday Jeff. And then on Friday, they lose Sunday Jeff, and it's just Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and Brian Quinn, and sometimes Ming Chen taking some abuse on Tell em Steve Dave. On Saturdays, it's Red State of the Union. Highlands, a peephole history. One of the shows iTunes chose one of the best podcasts of 2010. Smarriage at Smodcastle, one of my favorites. That's where I actually become Rev Kev and marry motherfuckers. We sit down, interview them, find out about their entire lives at the end of it. They're literally married. And all of it's free. Don't cost you a dime. Seven days a week, we bring you the free funny. Nice. You sound like a pitch person there, man. What else can you sell me? Show me a little boob. I'll buy. <sighs> Smartcast.com. <laughs>